Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of And I'm All Sets. I am Pyro, as I'm sure you've, you know, already figured that out by now. Joining us once again is Nazum and a fearless leader, Minnie. But this time we have, we have a special guest. He is not only a banana, not just your normal banana. He is a banana of epic proportions. We have Epic Banana joining us tonight. How is everybody doing? Good. Hey, Pyro. Hey, Nazum. Hey, all. Hey, Banana. That was a very enthusiastic. <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, no, so what the reason why Nazooms does this is because one one of them I was just like saying hi and then he was just like hey Yeah, we busted on him for having a non-enthusiastic hello. He, he was just like hey. <laughs> like that's like that's like the greeting you give to like a stranger at your friend's house. Like or when like you... the person running the checkout line at Walmart. <laughs> you know, like the greeter. And you got busted on me so much. So yeah. now I have to make it make it a kind of I try and change it as much as I possibly can, but But that's, that's a, like our sign of loving each other though. Like Oh, of course it is. Busting yeah. the fuck out of one another. Yep. Is our love language. And the thing oh, of it is, be be afraid when it stops. If it stops that's when you then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I, I don't, I didn't get. I'm not bothered by it. Like I actually enjoy. It. I got a kick out of that one. Now, you know, I've got a good chocolate out of it. But you know what? My voice acting skills are not the best, so I try uh, to make it up where I can. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you like the it? Zumba? Do you like Come it on. <laughs> good. Good morning. This is Nazumba. Okay, so for oh. context on that one, uh, when Nazum was in the hospital um, for one of his surgeries, that is when I discovered he had purchased an iPhone. And I randomly sent him a message as a cow through the uh, the animated, the animojis that they have. And I had like this whole thing and he's like, oh my God. So we were, we then spent the, ne- okay, two fully grown adults in their late 30s then spent the better part of an hour and a half recording the stupidest shit on these emojis and sending it back and forth to each other (laughs) so then it evolved into the zoom bot and prior to that if i had something on the go or just to say good morning uh, Nazum would text me and be like, good morning, here's your digital breakfast, get moving, you gotta get the kids to school or whatever. Um, and that then turned into the robot emoji on the iPhone talking to me in that voice, the Nazum bot voice you just heard. Telling me, like, this random stuff or reminding me of things. And then telling me about experiences that they've had with Funtime Aliens. Fun time aliens? What? What? Fun time aliens. aliens. The ones that drove you? How did you not get that? that? Uh, Isn't that all aliens that probe you? I mean, it's a stereotype I think that we have to abolish because it's not fair to aliens. Mm -hmm. Not all aliens are probers. (laughs) Jeez, epic. Way to stereotype. 
<sighs> well, now know. we're going to get <laughs> sued by E.T. Right? <laughs> yeah, but he looks like he probed you. I'm just saying. I know. Look at the size of like, his finger. He does look like a prober. He, and does he has look dick those fingers. fingers. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's like Elliot. a flashlight at the same time. Like, I can see Uranus. <laughs> it's just very disturbing. It's like this whole time we were thinking he was saying phone home. <laughs> But he, but he was pointing his finger out and saying, this is the probe bone. There you go. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad to see that in your stomach, though. Oh. In your Blah. stomach? Wow. Yeah, Have you I seen mean, how long his finger That's is? a really long finger. Exactly. Ooh, wait, wait, wow, wait. that would it's, be a really wait, long wait. finger. Can I just say something? It's E.T. not Pinocchio. <laughs> 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 okay, As the only woman here, genetically, um, and elsewise, wait, 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 let me, my knowledge. Let, let me check. Wait, let me check. Yeah, still got my balls and my penis. Okay, good. Same, yeah, same. Okay, all good. <laughs> there are times when you are being fucked by a male. If it goes in deep enough, or if it's large enough, it does feel like you're getting hit in, like, the belly button, or, like, the bottom of the stomach, even though it's not the case. It's just, that's kind of the sensation you get. So when you said that that was automatically, you know, the whole feel it in your stomach thing, I was like, that's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that just is, lights that up belly button. Okay, not the light up part. If a dick ever came at me, like a flashlight, no, absolutely not. I don't even know how I would react to that. Oh, God, peekaboo. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh. Oh, just ruined one of my favorite childhood films now. <laughs> Just How did we one? get so, here wait, so wait, early? Wait, wait, um, wait. I don't uh, know. Just, is it just the one? Because <laughs> have I not ruined D- have I not ruined Pinocchio for you? Pinocchio brain no. Not that big of a fan, really. <laughs> I, 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 I hate no, Pinocchio. Oh it's man, a very unpopular opinion. I hate Pinocchio. <laughs> They've got a film coming out of Pinocchio. They got more horrifying. I will see it. It might just be the cartoon, like the storyline I was always a fan of. But mm. the movie, the Disney cartoon? No. Yeah, no, then no, definitely I don't do watch it. the definitely don't watch the Disney version because it's just it's like what they did with um Lion King. What did they do with the Lion King? When oh, they, the Lion live action. When they made it live oh, action. The, oh, the live action. Right. And it oh, was yeah, basically was, the same. Perfect. It's the same exact movie. Just live action. And the Pinocchio looks just like the cartoon. But as if it was live action. I really want to see Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio on Netflix. That looks really good. He's bringing... Wait, he's... He's brilliant. He is. I didn't know he's bringing out a Pinocchio. Film. Oh, it it it's from what uh, I've read. It takes place in a war war torn country and like a dictatorship, and it's more portrayed ooh. where Pinocchio is more real than the people around him, and the people around him are more of the puppets, and it's very 
dark because like so Geppetto makes Pinocchio out of a tree that is growing from his son's uh, grave. And so the spirit of Pinocchio is actually his dead son, but like all like his innocent like mannerisms Mm. and like Geppetto like kind of isn't a fan of him, you know, because he wants his actual son, but not realizing that. that Pinocchio is his actual son. It's crazy from what I've read about it. It's very dark and it's, I just can't wait. It looks really good. Uh, I'm looking at the cast and there's some really good actors and actresses in it. Like Hugh McGregor's in it as um, the talking cricket. Geppetto's uh, Filch from Harry Potter. And of course, Ron Perlman's in it because he does, you know, Everything, everything with uh, right. <laughs> of course. and it's it's and it's got no okay so it's got a stellar cast there but it's stop motion mm-hmm. that yeah. in itself like is a selling point because it looks it's just gonna have a, a completely different feel to it it looks and it looks interesting like from the, sh- the looks I, I googled oh. it and i looked at like the trailer um shots the cricket looks so creepy yeah he looks um, creepy. Pinocchio looks creepy. Honestly, the cricket looks creepier than Pinocchio mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. He looks like Little Big Planet or something. Um, one of those creatures. Sackboy. Jiminy. Jiminy Cricket. His name is Jiminy. No, in this it's not. The Cricket. No, no, no. no. In, in, the film, he's, he's called, no, no in the film, he's called The Cricket Man. Yep. And, yeah, because yeah, I guess. Disney's Pinocchio is Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. 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 When you wish upon a star. Sorry. Yeah, right there, uh, it's Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> May your conscience oh, be your guide. It's a talking cricket. Slap it. <laughs> that would have, that's how you would react if, it's, if a cricket started talking. You'd kill it. Right as like the light of dick coming at you. No, kidding. If I found a talking cricket, the last thing I would do is kill it. I would put that motherfucker in a jar, poke holes through the top, and then I would be set for life. Yeah, but then you'd have oh. the, the a singing frog situation like on Looney Tunes. But would you? Maybe. And then oh. you bury it. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime girl. But that was so funny to me. That's one of my favorite episodes. Not because the annoying fucking frog in a top hat, but because of the scene that it gives you with the city of the future and everything's like hover cars and holographic trees and these big, amazing looking buildings like out of the Jetsons. And then the year pops up at the bottom of the screen and it's 1996. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And you're just like, I must have missed that. Man, it, that's, what a year that was. Yeah. That's, that's so funny, though, because, like, you go back and you watch time travel movies, and then it's just like in the year 2000. Right? Yeah. I've always been like, you know, if I were to make a film that ever did any kind of 
time traveling aspect of it, I would never announce the year. I would just make it very obvious that it was in the future. It's like, but growing up, you would think, man, I can't wait for the year 2000. It's going to be great. There's going to be holograms and all this crazy stuff. And what happened in the year 2000? Jason Biggs fucking a pie. Yeah. (laughs) You get an awesome song by Silverchair. Yes. But at what cost? Big and you in the year 2000. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got but yeah, we got we got that and, and Jason Biggs fucking a pie. And also almost mass hysteria whereby the world was going to end because, you know, the clocks were going to be wrong. The oh, Y2K no. scare. Yes, oh, man. my you know, God. Like, oh, no. Not going to lie. so fucking funny. I was low-key <laughs> a little nervous. I mean, I think everybody, even the naysayers, had it in the back of their minds somewhere that it was just like, but what if? Right? Well, basically, like, it was more the financial institutions is what they were worried about. That, like, it yeah. Would, and then you know that we would be in Mister Robot, basically. Yeah. Then when everything was just completely normal, it was like, oh. Yeah. Woke up the next day, it's like, oh, the world's still, the world's not burning. Like, oh shit, I've got to go to college now. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, no, it was more so like, like the oh. stores having to put out um, notices saying they would not be doing refunds for things purchased during the during the Y two K panic buying because people will buy it all up, right? It's like. COVID all over again with people yeah. buying like 32 packages of toilet paper and then when they realized it wasn't an issue trying to return 31 of them right like it's stupid <laughs> um, so them. we had a lot of that happening too well I mean realistically yeah. we, there, we did have a toilet paper shortage yeah we did we did have a toilet paper shortage we had a lot of shortages because of all the factories in, in China that were shut down that's why cars are so expensive right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we need to. That's why we really need to bring some stuff back here. You know, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might uh, in, might make sense. Yeah. Back in two thousand, though, as far as I'm aware, my toilet well, my toilet paper was not made out of zeros and ones. Like as far as I know, I can still literally go out and purchase a roll of toilet paper and yo know, wipe my ass with it. Like, yo, know, it wasn't going to, yo. Know, I don't know. Paper. I don't know. I, I felt like my world was ending from nineteen ninety-nine to two thousand because I was in this fucking terrible my first ever relationship, like actual legitimate, like you know, like I've we had relationships where, show. like, we would see each other in the hallway and be too shy to say anything and just be like, hi, and then run the other way, you know. And she <laughs> yeah, was, or you date for two weeks yeah. and then you break up, but it's only because oh, I have you that, forgot to call them. I got my very first girlfriend <laughs> in sixth grade, right? And it was right before Valentine's Day. And, and like, Valentine's Day, we're hanging out, and then it was just, like... February vacation and my mom was just like we're moving and I was like all right she's like do you want to stay at your school or do you want to transfer I was like all right let me transfer (laughs) nobody knew that I I wasn't going back because I didn't even know I was going back so and this girl like really liked me and like expect me to come back from February vacation and you're just gone (laughs) and I was just gone (laughs) Oh my oh. god! I was just gone. 
I, I was for, I, like, I don't know. It was, I didn't know what was, I got bullied a lot too in that school. That's so fair. it was, it was a bad, like I grew up in a bad neighborhood, you know? So yeah. the school wasn't exactly healthy. Well, so how old are you there? Like sixth grade, sixth grade. Uh, I've been, I had my 12th to 13th birthday at my new house. So I think I was either 12 girl. or 13. Oh, she was fine. Yeah, so... <laughs> we so didn't you, say so, two words to each other. We just sat next to each other and giggled. You know, like... Aww. <laughs> <laughs> She's my girlfriend. <laughs> you know, but the relationship, the real relationship was terrible, though. Like, she was evil. Like, her mom was oh. psychotic. Like... Like, we couldn't go to the movies. Her mom's like, I'm sorry, I just, I don't want a pregnant daughter. And I'm like, but we're just going to the movies. I'm like. Yeah, like, does movies mean something else that I'm not right? aware of? <laughs> you know? Maybe that was Netflix and chill but, before but wait, Netflix and chill. Two weeks after wait, wait, not wait, wait, being wait, wait, able wait. to go into the movies, though, two weeks after, I was sleeping at her house. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was crazy. Nothing. We didn't do any. Well, like, we did stuff, but not, like, we didn't do the deed. But, yeah, it <laughs> was a very... stuff, just not, like, stuff. Yeah, it was a very toxic relationship, though. And she tortured me. It was it was bad. I was... It was oh, a very it's... dark time. And then, like, 2000, we broke up. And then in 2002, I was a dad. <laughs> 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 so, between 1999 and 2002... That future was definitely not the one that I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to do it. Wait, are you telling me Netflix and chill doesn't just mean watching Netflix with a bowl of Ben and Jerry's and just sitting there just munching? <laughs> I thought I'm it sorry was to so. break it to you, but, but I'm sorry, it's it's not that. It's, I thought it's, it was just watching so Netflix better. with the air conditioner on high. <laughs> Sat there with a couple of ice cubes, you know. <laughs> oh, it's so my god, it's the weird sentences just Netflix and chill. It's like <laughs> clearly it's not that, but um, we're gonna name it that to know you into full sense what's of security. The, what's what speed of one is Netflix and chill and it's Funimation? And uh, uh wait a minute, I go. Funimation? I've heard of that way there. Well, I've heard well of Funimation's uh, like anime. Yeah, no, no, no I meant like, like I've not heard the uh, the dirty version of um, Funimation. See, well, that I, <laughs> it blows my mind fun. when everybody talks about Funimation today because to me, Funimation was like a low grade, like Hanna Barbera. Like you had Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, oh. you know, the cartoon. But then you had the Funimation Ghostbusters. Was there much of a difference? For you that? Yes. You could... <laughs> One's got a monkey, a gorilla, named, what? named Tracy, yeah. instead of Slimer. Um, Funimation is the distributor of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, My Hero Academia. Uh, um, that's, who, that's who they use. forgot about that. I, I, so I know, oh, sorry. Funimation is, it's but, like, Filmation, not Funimation. My apologies. Uh, 
So you lot can all keep your Netflix and chill, right? I am having my Funimation and Penetration, right? <laughs> That's what it is. So, there it is. Yeah, I that now. <laughs> I thought it was something like Rummeragion or something, or Rummeragion. I mean, it, it sounds like a pretty good time to me. I don't know if I, I could turn something like that down. It's funny. I, I, went, I went on a date, right? And it was that ghost person that ghosted me a couple of times. Oh, yes. So she was like, oh, why don't you come over my house and we'll just, you know, next time we hang out, you come over and we'll watch a movie. And I was like, all right, cool. So we go and she has this big ass TV. And I was like, this is going to be great. I think we were going to watch. We watched that movie X. And she's like, oh, I don't have Internet. And then she's trying to connect her TV to her phone to try and get the Internet from her phone. So we ended up watching it on my phone. So my phone's like sitting on our coffee table. We're sitting on our couch watching this fucking movie on my fucking iPhone. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, what is this shit? <laughs> we ended up just fucking, but still. <laughs> I mean, I, I really wanted bored. to watch the movie, but it was like, you know, not the best. Like, it's very really looking forward to it. Came for the movie. I mean, no, I mean, the, the extracurricular was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But the, the bonus the, features, the part of watching the movie was strenuous. Mind you, I was also blind at the time because I didn't have my contacts yet or my glasses. Oh, yeah. So Sounds I was basically just staring at my phone and watching a bunch of squiggly colors move around. <laughs> It's like, it's, a, it's like watching an abstract French film. <laughs> My God. Um, you know, there's there's sometimes that things are said, and you just don't know how to respond. Might be one of those times. Wait, what was said that we don't know how to respond? Just... I don't know what to add to that whole portion of the conversation. Oh, no, oh, no, there's <laughs> nothing to add. We just move on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Like the, how do you segue off of that? That's the thing. Oh, that's so, the thing. How do you segue off of from that? French films? So, I mean, Ezra Miller, right? He's really <laughs> fucked up right now. Yeah, that, that's decent enough. That's decent uh, enough. So, I was re- speaking of fucked up people. Um, I was kind of reading a little bit of that 90s show, the synopsis for that, because I like that 70s show. I wasn't like in love with it as much as a lot of people are, um, but I really did enjoy it. So with a lot of reboots and stuff like that, like, let's face it, that 80s show was bullshit. So I'm just trying to see and hope that they don't fuck this one up. Well, the thing. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. And uh, I guess the whole original cast is returning, with the exception of Danny Masterson. (laughs) I wonder why. Coming back because he fucking because he was charged with rape. Yeah, he's about to go into trial. Yeah, uh, August second. It's like fuck you, Scientology. You can't protect him now, bitches. (laughs) Is that why he wasn't arrested? It's yep. four counts, yeah, it's four counts of, of rape that he's been charged with. Yeah, but if you notice, 
um, after the third season. He's not there anymore. Nope. Yeah, no, like he just disappears, and it's like that was oh. why. Yeah. Oh, I just thought he was just bored of playing. You the know the I th- you know the band the Mars Falta. Mm-hmm. It was the lead singer's girlfriend. Did you know that Tara from The Walking Dead um, was his sister? I did not or know is that. His st- it's a stepsister. Oh, um, well, there you go. Hopefully she doesn't well, get stuck in a microwave. <laughs> as well <laughs> as, um, I don't know if you've ever seen Last Man Standing. Yes. Okay, the boyfriend, uh, the little kid's dad of the teenage daughter's son. Wait, what? Okay, so there's the oldest daughter. She has a kid. All right, and he uh, briefly was played by one of the... Um, Jonah's brothers. Jonah's brothers, yes. But the All guy right. that they got to replace, replace him, him. Yeah. Uh, was also one of his step-siblings and the girl that played Tara's full brother. Oh, all right. I did not know that. Can we circle back real quick to the 80s? Um, that yep. 80s show? The reason why that didn't work is because it came out too, like, satire Yeah, and it had nothing to do with the original show, which is what people were hoping for. Yeah, and it was just like... Like, like when they had, like, an episode where they would talk on the cell phone, and it was just like way too thick the writing was way too thick and too like far reachy and cheesy why don't know know it's funny though about the 90s show i was reading an article and this has really nothing to do with the 90s show but just you know how how terrible journalism is today so i'm reading it and they're like and so far we know red and kitty are coming back as as far as the rest of the cast, we know, you know, Red Form. I mean, what's his name? Not Red Foreman, the son. Eric. And, oh, and Eric. Eric. Donna and Eric will be returning in their roles. It's still, it, we still don't know if anybody else from the cast will be joining. And it was one of the ones where they would show, like, the pictures of the characters. And, like, and you'd click the next picture for the rest of the uh, story. Oh, yeah. And then it's like... Also returning, and then it's like they named everybody in the show except for obviously Danny Masterson. And I'm like, who the fucking who's the editor on this? Like they just got done <laughs> saying they don't know who else is returning. And then the best part is at the end they're like, and also returning is is friggin' Chong. Tommy yep. Chong is returning. <laughs> it's like um, so so much for that. Sounds but yeah, mystery. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what article you're talking about, which is what's funny to me. Um, but I guess the premise of the show being that uh, Leah Foreman, which is Eric and Donna's daughter, are going to see, they're going to see her grandparents in Point Place, and that's kind of how they're setting it up. So oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it. What? It's, where is it coming to? Well, that's just how many seasons. Yeah, and how many seasons of that can you do? All right. So if it's Netflix, we'll probably get two or three seasons of it. I mean, well, look what they did with with Girl Meets World. 
Well, yeah, but then it becomes a stereotypical sitcom bullshit, right? Like she comes out for the summer and falls in love with a boy or gets in trouble, you know, doing something back home and has to go live with her grandparents or Eric's going back to Africa and bringing Donna with him. Now, you know what? I feel and I think after this week, I'm watching The Matrix 4. And even though that Matrix is a film, you know what? You should be very worried because no one should be remaking shit. That was already good. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, right, I was so disappointed with The Matrix 4. Right? Not only right. did, like, okay, right, they didn't have, like, the, the story was just completely shite, but they could have at least sweetened the deal with the, uh, the first three Matrixes. There was a bit of PVC, a bit of leather, a bit of latex, you know, a bit of eye candy, right? You could have had at least given me that, but no Lana Wachowski. No. No, like you know, just give us the most boring, dullest film possible. Yeah. So, we have a new actor play same, him. <laughs> like swinging back around to the TV and the seventies and the nineties show and stuff. Many be very worried because you're what things are never ever the same, and that's <laughs> when it comes to things like uh, the Fresh Prince remake. Where well, Pascal see, Gordon yeah, that, that was a reimagining. Yeah, that was that was very different. See, that yeah. is very different because they're taking. It's not like it's not like they're like with that '70s show, right? They're not remaking it. They're just continuing the story, but they're continuing it from a different point of view. Yeah, you know, and, and obviously, it's no longer the '70s. We're fast forwarding it to the '90s. But it all also, like, how they portray the 90s is what's going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, because, like, really, they they did a good job with that 70s show because they didn't make it, like, too cheesy and over the top. That's where that 80s show went wrong, you know? Right. Is because it was too cheesy and too over the top. So as long as they do that with the 90s and don't focus too much on, like, the gags of where they're, like, you know, like, Furby. Right. You know what I mean? Like a haunted Furby or something stupid like that where they focus on. Haunted Furby. Yeah. They As long as they don't focus on the fact that the show's in the 90s and they just focus on the storyline. I think we should be good. Hopefully. How, mm, how bad was the 80s? I, I never got... It I, was I saw terrible. One bit. I saw one tiny bit and I never it saw it awful. since. It was awful. Was, it I think was, it only it lasted connected? four episodes. No, it wasn't connected at all. What? Four, that's, that's, that's no episodes at all. My goodness. People hated it. Yeah, it was just hated way it. too over the Surprised. top. For them to have four episodes and then be cancelled, yeah, that says unheard of. That just says it all. <laughs> At least take it to the end of the season, right? I mean, I I think let me let me let me do my research here. Let me go. To... Like people will come back and watch that '90s show uh, for the season, I think, just to see who does come back and how their stories panned out. Um. And they'll want to just kind of see what happened to all these characters that we saw. All right, so it went from like twenty January. years ago. As much as that one hurts, <laughs> it aired in January twenty three, twenty third, two thousand and two, and ended in May. 
Wow. That that's that's nothing. Yeah. That's how bad can you mess? Because the seventies show is brilliant. It's it it's got its flaws. Don't get me wrong, but it's still a really good show. But to go from that to something like whatever the eighties show was like, it's how do you go from good to just garbage? Want want to know what's funny? Who was on the show? One of the guys from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my god! You know, was it? It might have come from the same showrunners that did the final season of that 70s show when they replaced Eric with Randy or whatever. Oh, yeah, they were supposed to continue with that, and then they just ended up killing him. Yeah. <laughs> and then ended Wait, the Randy show. Di- Randy died? Yeah, they, but he accidentally falls off the water tower. It's been, honestly, it's been so long since I've seen that show. I, I remember the reason why he came in was because... Eric, the guy who plays Eric was filming Spider-Man 3, I believe. Yeah. Um, Thinking it was going to go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who sat there and oh. made the logical decision to make Topher Grace a supervillain? Honestly, though, it really wasn't... It, want to know what killed that movie the most? The dancing? Yeah. Yeah. Emo, yeah. goth, uh, Spider-Man. What's his name? Parker. Emo, goth, Lord of the Dance. <laughs> it was, like, super cheesy, like. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> the finger stuff and everything he did. It was just, just, ugh. The finger oh, guns. It was meant like, to portray the fact that he was feeling on top of the world. There's like, so there's many so ways so many to do ways that. you could have done that differently. Like. I would have people been people have everything going their way. I don't see people randomly dancing down the street, especially like that. <laughs> I would have more rather <laughs> seen Peter Parker doing fucking mounds of cocaine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Spider-Man after dark. He's just, you know, like, he's just doing a rail off some prostitute's, prostitute's ass. Oh yeah, that too, you know. Uh, yeah, like that would have been acceptable. Oh, man. But hey, and you know what? And unfortunately, that movie really put a ding in Sam Raimi's fucking career. Like, Until yeah. now. Oh, man. Until now. Oh, but he had but epic. He, he had to put a lot of work into it. Drag Me to Hell, though, was fantastic. Mm, mm. Yeah. That's a good. He's good at horror. Very yeah. good at horror stuff. That's why I can't but wait to we... watch Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was going to say epic. We cannot hype it up because I know. Minnie hasn't watched it, and I oh, no, I wasn't. No, I, wasn't I haven't anything seen it about either. it. I was going to say anything, so, like spoil. I was just say I love it. I watched it when it came on Disney Plus a couple of days ago. Loved it, um, and I can't recommend it as one of the top Sam Raimi films. And that's saying something. Um, I will be watching it. All right. So correction. That eighty show lasted thirteen episodes. Oh, wow. Okay, so we did see each. So I have some resemblance. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's still only half a season. I, well, I it depends. Belong. It depends on what you're comparing it to, because there are some shows where the season's only six episodes. Yeah, but if 10, we're going 12. back to look in the day of when that came out, which was 2002, where we really didn't have all the streaming we do now, mm-hmm. and a season was typically 20 to 24 episodes. 
uh, let's see, 2002, they were starting to wind down till till about like 12, 13 episodes. I don't remember that at all. It depends on, on the show, you know? Yeah. It, it, you'd I mean, get you'd... more episodes out of a sh- series that has been already popularized. Newer series mm. usually get greenlit for like 12 to 13 episodes. Oh, yeah, like yeah, the half seasons, yeah. Sorry, Nizam. No, that's okay. Uh, that, so that format, it's it's been a long-standing format for the BBC. So our typically our kind of BBC shows have always been anywhere between six episodes to ten and never more than that. So you know when you have when you have 24 episodes, you always have that little bit in the middle where you have those two or three episodes where it just kind of plateaus a little and it's like too much filler. Way too much filler yeah. those, those series are. Um, but we've been but we've been doing the BBC have been having especially a lot of their own own produced stuff have always been between six and ten. So six and ten episodes. So when Netflix started kind of adopting that, it's definitely great for like when you sat there watching it, you're not it's yeah, it's literally just boom boom boom, like non-stop. It's always exciting and there's never a dull moment, right? Real quick yeah. question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What year were you born, Epic? Ninety-two. Uh, Ninety-two. Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. you really weren't living your best life until like the end of the nineties, the beginning of the two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Well, because like, was... because we were talking about like the eighty, like you know that eighty show and like the nineties show. I figured we could move into talking about certain things in the nineties, but. Oh no, you still could. Um, I like. I know a lot of stuff from that era because, like, it's a lot better than the current time. Like, seventies, <laughs> eighties, nineties. I'm a big fan of. Very nostalgic. I'm, I'm very all about the nostalgia. Well, 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 and... But, but, and I'm sorry to bring this up. You ha- you don't know who the Beatles are, or you haven't heard much of the Beatles. I'm sorry, Epic. It had to be done on the I podcast. Know who the Beatles. Yeah. I know Beatles. It's you not know, it my kind of music. That's all. You I do now that Beatles. I told you. I love you say told Beatles. me, like bullied me into listening. You will listen to these music, and you will like it, Epic. Okay, Mindy. Well, yeah. Put I two, mean, either or. Two pigs in me. his eyelids. Um, although I, I did um, wind you up a fair bit with that though like what's this yellow submarine stop it epic we all live in a yellow submarine slap you <laughs> what's the yellow uh, submarine well, I, I don't know if this was just stateside but back in the day back in the 90s NBC um, used to have these mini series these special movie events and they had like, they did like Alice in Wonderland. They did Merlin, and they were like blockbuster type style movies, but made for TV. Do you did you guys get to experience that at all? No. Uh, oh, that sucks. Because they did that for it. Well, that yeah, they did do that for it, but that was that was that was before. Um, oh. That was that was earlier in the nineties, like late eighties, early nineties for it for the miniseries it. But yeah, that How they did a days. lot they did a lot of those Stephen King movies like that. So there was it, then they had the Langoliers, 
Um, the stand okay. was a TV event like that. Um, they were terrible. <laughs> yeah, they, they made it was really good film films back then. But like nowadays, there's some better ones. Yeah, like, well, um, well, the Tommy Knockers was good. pretty good. Um, I thought the Cat People, or was that the Sleepwalkers? Wait, what's the Tommy? I always get them mixed up. The Mist is good. Yeah, the oh. Mist. The Mist was a good film. I think was it the film or the yeah, they brought out a series recently. But the film they did with the guy who was the Punisher in the old films, that was that was a, one of the good uh, Stephen King films they did. Which one? Of that, that era. The oh. Mist. Dol- yeah, Dol- the, Mist. Lund- Lund- the Mist was relatively new. No, 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 no. Um, uh, the, the, the guy who played, I think, uh, what's his name? Sleepwalkers, 1992. That's what it was. The cat people. Who was it? Very ancestral film, by the way. Mm. Oh, yeah. My favorite Stephen King movie, I guess, film adaptation was Sometimes They Come Back. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Fucking amazing. Friggin', um, the Arquette brother that turned Mm -hmm. into a sister was in that. Oh, what's her name? Rest in peace. I've seen that one. It's a really good movie. Really, really good. Really good. That movie caught a lot of flack, but it was really good. Yep. Oh, no, the Pet Cemetery. What was the Stephen King adaptation? It was a two part one, and I watched one episode and I didn't watch the other one because it was literally shown on BBC. I think I watched part, either I watched part two or part one, and it's got. One of the guys from uh, Quantum Leap, I think, uh, Dean Dean Stockwell. I'm kind of thinking it's uh, <laughs> a quick search of this. Uh, I, I, it was a two-parter. Oh, sometimes they come back again. Alexis Arquette, but she wasn't known as Alexis Arquette at the time. Yeah. I didn't even know Hillary's Misery's good. Misery. Um, what was the one with the, with the the girl who could control things? She just gets covered in blood and everything. Can't think Carrie? Of name. It's going to annoy me. Thank you. For some reason, I kept some, like think it was like Shirley or something, or like Shirley. I'm like, yeah, I was like, surely it can't be that. <laughs> that, um, that. That wouldn't be. That'd be so much. That'd be so funny. Like if in an alter alternate timeline, it was just like, and they're just <laughs> coming soon to a theater near you. Stephanie Queens, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you, Shirley. They're all going to laugh at you. It's just a weird and I have like, name some corny tagline. <laughs> like, Shirley, you don't want to piss her off. <laughs> God, that's awful. Especially if it's in the 80s as well, because they love that poses. Yes. Like, it's like, oh. Like, this I can't time even begin person. to tell you how ridiculous, like, 
promotions and and stuff like that, or for like TV shows and movies. Yeah, like like, like the trailers were so. Clowns. Yeah, it was so. Like, it looks like it's really cheesed up when you see it on TV shows that are looking at things like someone finds an old VHS tape and they find like advertisements from the eighties, and it looks like it's really like made <laughs> up. That's how they were. Yeah. Like, oh, they no. were ridiculous. <laughs> and, and the other thing, too, like, if you notice back then, like, video covers for VHS tapes and even posters, like, wouldn't represent the films properly. Like, it was like... No. It made it seem like a lot... Like for horror movies, especially, you'd see it and you'd be like, oh man, I can't wait to see this movie. It looks so super scary. And then it's just like, you're like, that's not at all what I expected. Yeah. There's some weird looking posters. So I've literally just Googled like 80s film posters and there's some really weird looking ones. And then there's some really great ones like, like Back to the Future. Brilliant poster, brilliant film. Um, Beetlejuice. Uh, there was the very Lost little about the eighties that wasn't fucking weird. I gotta tell you. <laughs> oh, the eighties and the nineties too. Like when it came. Oh to yeah. The, but you also have to think like when you look at those weird posters and like stuff, you have to make sure you look at is it a movie that would be in the theaters or is it a movie that you're just gonna find on the shelf. Because that back then, like you had a lot of these companies that started making like these movies just to put out at like Blockbuster or your local video store. I think we talked about this on the last podcast. Yeah, we started to. Yeah. Yeah, straight to movie. Fake movie, but true crime. Straight to VHS movies, yeah. And all of. My favorite. It was a good thing. Sorry, go on. <laughs> so, yeah, you most likely will see the cheesier side of things on stuff like that. Because I don't think Attack of the Killer Clowns was ever, just as that as an example, I don't think that was ever in the theaters, or at least nationwide. But then again, Friday the 13th, I mean, not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street didn't get released nationally. They started. No. They started putting it out in these small little theaters, and word of mouth. Then all of a sudden, all these theaters wanted the movie in their theater, and next thing you know, it was a hit. Yeah, and rightfully so. It's a it's a good film, and it still holds up to this day. Like some films, it's an amazing film. Yeah. It's an amazing franchise. Yeah. The best part is too about like Robert England's Freddy Krueger in the first one is is it was he was much like Jaws where they didn't show him too much mm. yeah. until the end, you know. Yeah, you know it was always a silhouette or a yeah. noise. Or it was very glove. psychological. Yeah, yeah. it you was know, a very psychological uh, bunch of fuckery with that one. Have you ever heard of Spawn? Yeah. So Spawn is a comic book, um, Todd McFarlane, and it was also mm-hmm. a really fantastic animated series on HBO in the 90s. 
And um, a film, I think, as yeah, well. And, and, yep, in, yeah. in the 90s, it was a very underrated film. It got a lot of slack, but I enjoyed it. Um, Michael Jai White, I believe, played Spawn. Um, and then he had John Leguizamo, who played Clownface. I'm, I'm not too familiar with the characters' names, um, but he was this big, fat clown guy. I loved him as that character, but oh. it did not do too well. But they they've been talking about making a new one for the longest time, and this is one of those mm. movies that have just been in production hell because Todd McFarlane himself wants complete control over it, and Jamie Foxx is supposed to play Spawn. But mm. you see that. But okay. they're going with the whole Jaws aesthetic. I mean, right. mood where you don't see Spawn. Like, you know he's there, you, he's in certain scenes, but, like, you don't really get a good look at him. And it's not really about him. It's about two cops, one of them being Twitch, and um, I forgot the other guy's name, but it's more based on them. It's right. a re- really great idea, but, you know. I would have to see how it panned out. Well, they've this they've been talking about this for years. I think they started yeah. discussing it in like 2016. Yeah, I would have to see how it panned out and what the finished product was. If we get a finished um, product. If we get one because <laughs> a lot of these I hope so. I mean, it would be kind of neat to kind of see where they could bring it nowadays. But it, I don't know. I think if they took the 90s version of the film Right. And put it out today. Mm-hmm. Maybe throw Kevin Smith in there <laughs> to write it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it yeah. would be fantastic. I mean, because look, look at look at all the comic book movies we have out today. You know, like look what they did. With, there's a lot. There's so many. Now, if you throw Spawn out there, Spawn was fucking brutal. Like, if you yes. watch, even going beyond the comic books, if you just watch the animated series on HBO, it's very brutal, very graphic, very raw. Very, very raw. Craziness. I would love to see yeah. them do it today because I think it would have done better today versus then. But they were also trying to, you know, be the next Blade. It um, looks like a blade film though, because I'm I'm looking at I'm look, looking at it now. Like I'm looking at the images. It one, it looks like a '90s film. Two, it looks just like the same universe style as Blade. And yeah, it, it's it looks it looks cool. Don't get me wrong, but it definitely feels like it's in that kind of '90s style of comic book stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it was. Yeah, yeah, but like, like, if you look at it, you can like, okay, that's definitely a nineties thing. That's definitely, but it would definitely. Sorry, I say the word definitely a lot. Um, it definitely would um suit it nowadays if they added the more modern style to it. Maybe. Um, it. I can see that, or if they did it kind of like the format that they did with um, Sin City. Oh, okay. That'd be cool. Black and white, but that's style of cinematic. 
That would actually work, mm-hmm. I'd say. Very yeah, shadowed. I would think so. Oh, so that's who John played. Um, yeah, he played um, someone called Fire Later, and it looks he looks so creepy. Um, and, and I love it. I love what he looks like in this film. John Leguizamo. Yeah, Violator. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's he's like an evil looking clown. <laughs> Called him it's, Violator. It's, yeah, it, yeah. That's actually yeah. the name of it. It was brilliant. <laughs> oh wow! He's a demon, it, but his human form. Whenever he like shows up on Earth, he's like this fat, gross-looking, like clown-faced guy. But reminds me of the penguin from Tim Burton. Like just that the body type and everything reminds me of Tim Burton's the penguin. Oh yeah. Oh he That was that was a creepy style. (laughs) Um He he made the whole movie though. John Leguizamo's character. Oh yeah. He 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 was great in like the stuff in the like we don't see him as much nowadays, but in the nineties he was in so much stuff. Yeah, and he was brilliant. <laughs> Mario Brothers, <laughs> oh, oh, definitely a classic. That is, you know, Oscar worthy film. There, who, we who talked about that, that last, last week too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we're breaching on a lot of topics that we did discuss last podcast. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to move on from the yeah. film aspect. Yeah, aspect. Um, you want to talk about ass instead? Alright. No, what we are going to talk about is you know what many <laughs> you know mm. what many at the moment it is absolutely boiling in the UK and I have Oh my god. This sad porridge. Humidity boobs. Exactly. Sad porridge. Humidity boobs. Humidity uh, humidity I can't even say it. Humidity. I have moves. Moves. It's it's too hot over here. It really is like <laughs> okay. It's so hot. two days two days ago it was forty five degrees outside, which is about a hundred and ten. Okay, mm-hmm. my fucking eyelids were sweating, and Nazum has been going off about the heat now for days. I'm like, well, how hot is it that you're so uncomfortable? And he's like, it's twenty. Wait, what? I don't know what that's, that that's is. Low. Can you can we say that in in American? Uh, Fahrenheit, like it was eighty or ninety. Sixty-eight. It was. It was twenty-five. What? Oh, twenty-five. What the fuck? So what? Seventy-two. So, okay. My <laughs> my kin are penguins, right? Oh my god. Live in the- <laughs> 20 degrees Celsius is 68 Fahrenheit. Yeah. That is hot to you? It, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's been dying in 25 degree weather. Like, I mean, yeah, 68. I'm out in, in shorts and a t shirt, but right, if it was 68 in California or Florida, those motherfuckers are walking around in a, a bubble jacket and a friggin' winter hat and a scarf. Yeah, like probably gloves. Here. I'm still wearing a hoodie. Not me. <laughs> but, <sighs> okay. But then again, it, it, you're really, you're really, you're mini. You're, you're, I am mini. So I'm your mini. body, I'm a tiny mini. Your body heat must like really 
I don't have any. I'm yeah. cold all the time. But for me, 68, I'm like, this is beautiful. I'm loving it. Like, that's nothing. I don't start really overheating until, like, it gets, like, 85, like, 90. But then we also have humidity, and the humidity makes it yeah. feel like it's about the gates of hell. Yeah, and see, that's just it. Like, if I start complaining about it being too hot, it's too fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. I do really good in the heat. <laughs> like, our heat, Like, I do really well. You Like, legit, there's people breaking eggs outside on the ground and watching them cook. Yeah. Like, that's how Ooh, hot it is here. breakfast. Right, so... <laughs> so, here's a question, Epic. Mm-hmm. If you stand in direct sunlight for, like, uh-huh. two and a half minutes, do you end up the color of a tomato? Okay, so... No. Yes and no. No, he he ends up like the dude from the Beetlejuice waiting in the waiting room, <laughs> smoking the cigarette. <laughs> oh no! Well, it's because for those it's of nice. the, the for those of you who don't know, uh, Epic here is a ginger, and you, very often you hear the stereotype of oh, you know, don't look at the sun funny, you're going to end up with sunburn over 98% of your body, you know, or, you know, a ray of sunshine comes through, it's like, watch out, you're going to burst into flames. So, so <laughs> I mean, is there no, anything actually... to that? Okay, so, there's two things that can happen. Either I do get very red, and I but how long? slowly Chris really quickly. Um, like, seriously. You know when you said about two minutes? That's pretty close. Or the opposite happens, where I reflect the light. Um, he so blinds half I, of the UK. I was going to oh, say, wait, so wait, like wait, your wait, like, body is shining into the atmosphere like the fucking wait, bat wait. signal? Wait, are no, you no, are you a vampire from Twilight? Are you? I know, but that's why I was going pilot. I'm glad we're on the same page. They're not vampires. They're not vampires. They are vegetarians. They're not even vampires. They're, they're, like they're embarrassed. They're like Bass strippers that did too much meth. <laughs> well, they do always look like they're up. <laughs> right? Like they have the ragey side, but they're all glittery. Uh, strippers God, on meth. I'm just thinking of methy strippers now. That's, that's just terrifying. I have never seen a Twilight movie. Or read the books. I know nothing about it other than everyone was like, Team Jake or whatever. Right. In the final film, it's the greatest thing ever because Blade comes in and just strolls up and just like decapitates everyone. I didn't see, expect I know it. you're full of shit. You can't know, even hide it. You're so, so much full better of shit. For an ending. You are so full of shit. <laughs> I, I actually so believed it at first because that was like every Blade movie. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He just appears. It's like, ah, <laughs> death. The first Blade film, though, is the best when he just appears in the... Not strip club. Um, the club with the leather people and all that jazz. And Daniel Logan just, just sitting there like... Yeah. The club with the leather people. <laughs> that is the easiest way to describe. The like, leather people. <laughs> like, Nazim's yeah. kind of leather people are like... Coming soon to a theater near you. you. From the... Stephanie Queen. <laughs> the... Right, so they are not leather people in Blade. That's interesting because that's not my idea of leather people. And they're not leather people. You're talking about, you know, just ravers. 
Yeah. We might get the Matrix mixed up with them again. Because for some reason, I've got both those films in my head. And I'm thinking. So the sequel sequel to The Matrix, they went to the Fetish Club uh, because at that time, uh, Lavi Wachowski was going through his transformation into Lana Wachowski, right? And it came out that he had a, for the second and the third Matrix, he had a full time dominatrix on the payroll, like literally kicking the beating the shit out of him um so if you look at both those matrix films they're all clad in like you got monica bellucci and her latex and you like hey go monica big titties yay we like that like but <laughs> you know what blade was not like that now wesley snipes in a leather coat i think was as much leather as you got in that but steven dorf did play a good villain oh he I, did Really did. He was. A, Which one was, was that? Was that the first blade? The yes. first blade. Mm-hmm. What was the third one? What was her name? Parker Posey. Was it Parker Posey? The third one is that Trinity with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen yeah. that one. It's yeah, not that bad. It's it's. I, if I you just take it. I want to watch it. You have no idea how many times I've like turned it on, and then it's every time I go to think of watching it, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I really need to go to bed. I can't go down this rabbit hole right now. But I want to watch behind, it. The behind the scenes to that. If you watch, if you read about what happened during the production and then watch it, you watch it and it's just so weird because one of the scenes in the film it shows Blade uh, lying down. They had he wouldn't open his eyes. Uh, Wesley Snipes wouldn't like open his eyes to do the scene, so they had to CGI his eyes onto his closed eyes. And if you look at it now, you're like, oh my god, that actually is CGI. He what? wouldn't open his eyes to the scene. He would. He, you know, he's got such a bad rap in mm. the industry. Like where I work, he filmed a movie at at in my hospital. Actually, my office where I work now, where they moved my the part of the hospital where they moved my office to, they filmed a lot of the movie in the hallway that I'm in, and they flooded it for like a dream sequence. But it was directed oh. by Mario Van Peebles. It was called Hard Luck. And I just remember, like, Mario Van Peebles would come in and he was constantly pissed off because Wesley Snipes wasn't showing up for this shot or this scene. So he was supposed to do this dream sequence and they ended up having to use his stunt double. It was called Hard Luck. That's what it's I'm a terrible at movie, but I'll never forget he- that. He was the worst, though. He he would communicate with the director with post-it notes, and he would only ever be referred to as Blade. Like he was terrible to work with for the third film, um, which is part of the IRS. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't so, thought about that. Is is Wesley Snipes a method actor then? No, he's just a bit of a dick, to be honest. <laughs> from what I read. <laughs> Because during that time, like he was in like a lot of movies. He was in a lot. He was spitting out movies left and right, leading up to Blade. And then after Devil Blade, it was just like the quality of films after Blade kind of started. Mm. But he was already too big for his britches. Remember Tu Wong Fu? Ooh. You've never seen Tu Wong Fu. Thank you, Julie Newmar. I can't see so. 
Oh, no, I, haven't God. I think heard it's of it. Two, one. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, I, I haven't Thanks seen for it, everything. I know of it. Thanks for everything, mm-hmm. Julie. I think it's Julie Newmar. Um, but in that movie, it's it's Wait. John Leguizamo, mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes, and Patrick Swayze, and they play drag queens. Oh my god! Yeah, I was googled it. He looks great as a drag queen. The movie's actually really good. I enjoyed it. Um, but I don't know what that has to do with anything. But yeah, Wesley Snipes and drag is great. You know, I was never like to watch that film. Why? Because I come from a Muslim family, and you know, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. I was, just, I was like, why wouldn't you be able to watch that? that, that yeah, it makes complete sense. John Leguizamo in that like, movie, though. Speaking of John Leguizamo, like he fully embraces his character in the movie, and it's it's crazy. If you haven't really seen was it, watch everywhere. it. Everywhere. That, that dude got everywhere during the 90s, didn't he? Oh, back then. Like, oh, yeah. He had the pest. Was That one, the pest would not... It would not be a thing today. It would not... What f- that movie was but great. But on top... It was, but but it was top, nice seeing him. Sorry, go on. No, 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 go ahead. You, up. You, no, 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 no. I was just and saying, the I'll... 90s was very kind to him because he, he did all his stand-up acts, and his stand-up acts were great because they weren't just him standing at a microphone and telling jokes. He would tell stories about his life, and he would, like, play each character. And there's, like, certain ones where he would run off, ch- change complete outfits, come back out, and and be like... Just telling a story, like a one-man show, basically. And then he had a short-lived series on Fox called House of Buggin'. I really enjoyed it. It didn't last that long. I was actually very upset when they canceled it. But even even with that being canceled, he was doing so well with his stand-up or his one-man shows and all the movies he was putting out at that time. So many movies he was doing. But it was so this. good. It was so good seeing him in John Wick when he was just. Yeah, and he wasn't in it for that long, but he played him. It was just such a. It was just like John, you're back on the screen. And yep. you know what John Wick was one of those little sleeper hits, right? It's like when you tell people, "Oh yeah, it's about a guy who literally kills everyone because they killed his dog." People are like, "What the fuck are you talking about? What bush are you smoking?" It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. It was just as crazy. Like when I, I, like I got my dad to watch it, and I was like, "Dad, you need to watch this film. Like, it's about a guy who kills everyone because he killed his dog." And he looked at me. He's like, "What the hell's wrong with you? Like, I'm not watching- <laughs> it's like what? The- like, that's not a movie." I was like, "Trust me. Just sit there, watch it." Like, and we put it on, and he loved it. He literally just like, "Oh my god!" Because it's yeah. But John, in are we supposed to get just- another one of those? Yeah, the, uh, the film in two back to back, I think. Or just... oh, four. Is it two of them back to back? Because he'd done one, two, three. One second, I thought it did the fourth already. Um, yeah, they're supposed to do another one. And so... they were questioning about doing another John Wick. Um, ah, yeah. But they kind of stopped for a second. But when 
they released uh what's his name mr nobody mm-hmm. the success of mr nobody helped push the next john wick really helped seal it because mr nobody's in the same universe as john wick mm. yeah i which i didn't find out until recently which and they did but it perfectly because they didn't like yeah. completely tie it in together. But you look at, you know, the money, the payment, like he breaks open his safe or whatever. And you can see like the gold coins and the gold bars that they use. My favorite character in that one, Mr. Nobody, is uh, what, Doc Brown. Fuck, what's his name? Christopher uh, Lloyd's. Oh, Chris- Christopher Lloyd's character yeah. in that movie was fantastic. You expect him to be a, a, I'm not going to spoil it for people. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not, not saying gonna, nothing, just, but... I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those, you expect something, it's like, oh, and then it's like, oh. <laughs> Such a good movie. Surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, seeing, uh, what's his name, who plays Saul Rosenberg from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad uh, mm. as Odin, a badass... Odin. Uh, is it Bob Odenkirk or Steve Odenkirk? Odenkirk. I think it's Bob. Because I know there's a Steve Odenkirk too. Um, but seeing him in that type of role was like, and he's actually really good. Like he's a badass. He has the movie. air about him. It's like, well, because the thing is, the thing about it is, it's like they underestimate him. You know. Hmm. Because he's like the type of person, like, if you're, like, out and about, you wouldn't even look twice, you know? You wouldn't even look twice at him. Just blends blends into the background, no problem. Gee, guys, that's why I work for MI6. Like, no one expects anything off me. I just blend uh-huh. in the background. <laughs> yeah. And then, he, and then it's like he comes out in a full friggin' head-to-toe gimp suit. Gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> gimp suit and a ball gag. I don't remember that in the last James Bond film, I'll be honest. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what, those conservatives, you know, those parties, you know, those, those politicians know how to party. We all, uh, all publicly, uh, we've all gone to public schools and private schools, you know. They all like a good paddling every once in a while. God. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are I a mean... weird bunch, though, to be honest. What politicians? Um, uh, the... Is that what you just said? Politicians? Who? Zoom? You? Who's like weird group of people? You? No, no. Hey, I. Oh (laughs) no! He said. Yeah, he said about the uh, the. Yeah, politicians and conservatives and everything. I was like, yeah, they are a weird bunch. You know, they do coke uh, all the time. Uh, They get done for accessing porn from their work stations. Uh, They have prostitutes brought in. It's, It's. Wait, wait, wait. Right. That's weird to you? Like, Jesus, man. No, no, no. I was going to say, this how, conversation no, no, has brought, been brought to you by but, the letter duh. But, but wait, not wait. at work. Like, wait, wait, wait. Why? Wait, how are we friends? Like, that's not weird. <laughs> that's normal shit. No. <laughs> but not at work. I'm fine with it out of work. But just, you know, casually. Right. You've never done drugs at work? You've never looked up porn. I in, can confirm in, in or deny. I have. Cubicles. You've never been fucked at work. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You've never gone yeah. into the bathroom and, and boshed one off at the at the request of your girlfriend. 
What the disabled toilets are our friends, okay? <laughs> Not a room in those toilets, I'm just saying. You can swing someone around. Hey, it's even it's, even it's even more fun when you don't have the space and it's a tiny little cubicle because, you know... Yeah, but then you end disabled. up with like a bug brush up your ass. You know, it's a bit too... Why would you end up with something up your ass? What kind? What, what do you Wait, do when what? you masturbate? Wait, where oh, do you work? I'm not about where, do you, where do you work? Where we've got bog brushes next to the toilets, like shit, man. Do we not have cleaners with like little trolleys going around cleaning things? Yeah, like, but we still have the you know, in case of emergencies, next to it. You know, just you know, you go to watch your step, or you sit down on it instead. <laughs> Oh, mm. all that big money, Bezos money. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about your Lord and Savior, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, mm. praise oh. be to Bezos. Oh. Um, <laughs> speak all right. So, Mark Cuban. Did we talk about this last podcast about Mark Cuban and how we started this like pharmaceutical website where you can get steep discounts on medications? I think briefly we touched down on it. It, it's it's just my favorite tweet though i have to say this again because it's great so everybody's like really high five and mark cuban for this for like let's say a medication was like 600 and something dollars for medication you can get it for like 28 dollars wow right but the 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 most cra- the best part is this one person's like Mark Cuban's doing this whole billionaire thing wrong. He should be flying to the moon and acting like an idiot on social media. <laughs> he maybe didn't get the. Uh, he the doesn't know how memo. to billionaire properly. Oh man, <laughs> he didn't get the memo. That's why. You know, day one to be a billionaire, you get like a little servant come in with a book, the playbook. Even it's like playbook number one: go to the moon, uh, buy a social media. He missed it. He missed all the important things. Yeah. Every time. He's going to go back to billionaire school. <laughs> He's rich. We'll get someone else to do it for him. That's true. Uh, being a billionaire, no one should be a billionaire. I've said this for a long time. No one should be. It's, it's too much. Shouldn't have billionaires in the world. <laughs> I mean, but why? Because no one needs that much money, you know? If you've got enough money to create your own space rocket penis-shaped thing, then you've got <laughs> too much money. <laughs> no, okay, no, but I disagree with you there because, right, so whilst you, whilst you talk about, like, money for space rockets and stuff like that technology from the 60s or 70s from the nasa space rockets filters down to everyday technology eventually the research that goes into all the bad stuff now with elon musk i believe if i and i don't quote me on this like with his spacex i believe he got a contract with nasa to help them keep their costs down but how if you don't have these people living this lifestyle right which is what that fine, but without Elon Musk and say Tesla and all of the, the SpaceX stuff, where's our mm. innovation going to come from? Like at the end of the day, they may be living the Playboy lifestyle, but 
there's still some good that they're doing. Now, I do think they should do more to help yeah, people. Definitely. Yeah. But I don't see, like, at the end of the day, wealth is wealth. Like, he's not, he, yes, he's got money, but just because he's worth. 100 billion today if the markets crash tomorrow he's going to be worth fuck all because all those billions are going to get wiped off immediately it doesn't mean he's got a billion billions in the bank account like but it's, that's not how it works right now i don't know i i just yeah they could do more to help people but it's not i'm not going to bash on billionaires like if you make money and you are successful, kudos to you. Just don't be a dickhead about it. But then he does... like. Okay, so there are some dickhead... Billion, okay, so what annoyed me about billionaires is Bezos. Well, he, they don't all build phallic-shaped rockets and no, go into space. It's the boat that annoyed me with him. He The... Much we've heard the about it. The, the, uh, he's got a super Saiyan, ultra-massive super yacht uh it's the biggest in the world or something and to get it from the shipyard they're dismantling a historical bridge and then so we can get through and then they're rebuilding it um okay fair enough he's paying for it to get dismantled and everything but it's the fact that you don't need a yacht that big that you have to dismantle bridges to get it out like that's just too much. That's that's way but too the thing much. But the thing of it is, the thing of it is, do you need it? No, nobody fucking no. needs it. But if I had that kind of money, you best believe I'm buying myself a fucking super yacht, and y'all are coming with me for a cruise for like a month I and a half. You know what, many? You know what, many? I'm glad you said that because I was literally just going to say the same thing, like ethic. Right now that you've said that, let this mm-hmm. our viewers and you guys be my witness. You're not getting a fucking invite to my super yacht. <laughs> right? Like, I can't I swim, don't... so I wouldn't be able to come on it anyway. <laughs> now you're going to be a billionaire just to drive private... down the street. <laughs> I, I, I don't need a private jet like off of Austin Powers. But best believe I'm going to fucking buy one if I have the means to do so and sustain mm-hmm. it. Exactly. It's just, it's just too big. It's just, it, it, okay. A super yacht's great, but this is something else. It's like it's like a battle cruiser on the water. That's that's what a battle cruiser is, isn't it? Um, mm. It's it's a big big. The plane's bigger than a football field. Apparently, it's it's huge. Okay, okay. Let's put this in a different way then. For you, epic, right? If someone mm-hmm. gave you the opportunity, right? If you had all a bottomless bank account, right? And you had the means to do this, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to build myself a Death Star. Would you do it? No. Ooh. Why? What? I'm not building a Death Star. Do I look wrinkly <laughs> and like angry? I would do it world? just to prove a fucking point. <laughs> no, because if you build something like that, then it could fall in the wrong hands, like my hands. Nobody wants. It doesn't to have to be a functioning hands. Death Star, like with weapons yeah, and yeah, but it could just be the build... craft. No, if you're going to build a Death Star, if you did, you'd have to be a functioning one. You can't, you can't just fly around in a non-functioning Death Star. Do we it. have the technology to provide a functioning Death Star? 
but clear. Maybe it's, not on the, you know, where it can blow up a planet, but I'm sure we have something that can do some yeah, kind can of damage. Blow up, I don't know. So it'd be like, what, what's this crap place? Death Star, the up? light version? <laughs> Death Star. Now, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something awesome. Right? So we've got an energy company here called Ovo, right? And this is not a an ad for Ovo, but just just like every other gas company, they are scum of the earth, right? Because they touch way too much for something. Anyways, like, not an ad, but Ovo calculated the cost of what it would, uh, calculated how much it would cost to run the Death Star. And they worked that it would cost 7.7 .7 quintillion dollars per day. <laughs> <laughs> per day? So, Day. Well, hey, like, why do you think why do you think the Death Star had a lack of handrails? <laughs> they had to cut Death costs somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> although, it's, although yeah, in, in, in actuality, if the Death Star was a real thing, not only would there be handrails, those handrails would be cushioned with some sort of padding. And people would be required to have safety harnesses to walk along those catwalks because, you know, you're going to have Dick Johnson come to work one day. <laughs> and he's going to be like, well, you know, there's no handrails on these things. He's like, I'm just going to fall. And then he's on workman's <laughs> comp for fucking six years. Somebody's getting paid today. You know, not even, he doesn't really fall. He just finds he finds like the lowest platform directly underneath, you know, one of those things. He just lays there and he starts screaming, help me, help me. Darth Vader's like, <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> I fell. I'm fucking suing your ass because there's no handrails in this place, and and he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> As he falls, he's like, Daddy, Daddy needs his super yacht. Come on, I'm going to sue your ass. Right. Oh. <laughs> and now I'm going to have OSHA up my ass. <laughs> Like, you can't work for like, if you work for Darth Vader, it'd be terrible. You know, you mess up something, you get choked out every five minutes. No, not in the know? real world, because then then he ends up in fucking HR, you know. <laughs> 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 there's, there's gonna be like some sort of like class action lawsuit against him. He's like, you know, you, you just can't go around force choking people today, Darth. Like, what the fuck, man. <laughs> have you been hurt have you been choked by Darth Vader at work then you could be entitled to some compensation yeah. call our oh, number no. now <laughs> oh no just better call swords to Piers in that situation it's like ah oh, you work for Vader hold on a second here put on this neck brace <laughs> <laughs> look, look sad, walk in with a limp you'll, you'll get the money <laughs> God <laughs> oh. Wow But think what about it, it's so true them. Oh it, man it is. Like, In reality like Fucking health department would be there Like This fucking Death Star All right, We gotta close this down Alright, everybody's gonna be out of here 
There's so many code violations. <laughs> That's what you didn't see in the uh, in the second in episode five. It's just like the entire time she just Darth Vader in court <laughs> yeah. instead of going after Luke. She's like, okay, cool, okay, cool, yep. You, they're they're dead because of you, and you're getting sued for this. You just sat there, yeah. papers and lawyers and everything. It's like, oh, I wish I'd have uh, died in the uh, lava. Been so much easier. Then it's like, Darth suing the people who designed the Death Star for making it so easy to fucking blow up. Oh, like that. That's like. They shouldn't have been able to be blown up that easy. They, okay, Rogue One explains it, but the fact remains. That's a big design flaw. Like, honestly, who, who, who cleared those plans to, you know, build it like that? that? That That's a violation right there. That's definitely a health and safety violation. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no comment. I have no idea who passed the plans. Epic. Maybe it was Elon. Maybe it was your Lord and Savior, Jack Bezos. Like, let's just pin the blame on them, right? Yeah, because um, Darth, Darth Plagueis is not Plagueis. Uh, the Emperor is definitely uh, Jeff Bezos, isn't he? <laughs> Old, bald. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> what are we at for time, my love? Uh, where is it? We are at one hour and 24 minutes. Okay. And 57 seconds. Oh, wait, 58 seconds. Uh, wait, oh. <laughs> 59 seconds. <laughs> the time today brought to you by Pyro. Yeah. <laughs> time is hard. Is your blinker Too working? Much. Yes. No. Yes. Wait, no. Yes. Maybe. It, it's, so, on. it's on. <laughs> oh my god, you made me lose my train of thought. Sally. Choo choo. choo. <laughs> 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 oh, I love sharing the same three brain cells with you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh god. Okay, so. Not next week. Next week, we are going to be joined by Keezy. Oh, yay. Uh, Keezy mm-hmm. is going to be joining us on the podcast. And the following week, which is July the 8th, you guys, we have our season finale. I'm so excited. Already, our season one finale. Now, what this is going to consist of, um, after putting much thought into it, because it was originally that we were going to play another game of Spit or Swallow, but let's just face it, for the amount of people that are going to be there, how open they are, I really don't think it's the way to go. Because it's like, well, no one will get drunk. We'll just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I stuck grapes at my butt once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that what it's um, going to be is just all of our... Um, our past guests on the podcast, which would be Trevor... Uh, Frog Lonostic, Northern Zoot, uh, Epic Banana here, and then Keezy, along with ourselves, which is going to be chaos, because that's like, what, seven of us? Eight of us? Um, Mm -hmm. Six. We're going to... Math properly, Epic. Jeez. (laughs) 
I'm trying. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, we're all going to sit around and drink and kind of just do it that it's like, okay, someone comes up on a topic and we discuss it for however long, but whoever the conversation dies on has to start the next topic. Oh, <laughs> that's just gonna end. Nah. Like, I love you guys. I'm just gonna interject here and say, right, the last time Fog, Foglanostic, and Trevor were in a party together, they came up with a spiffy song. Now, yeah, Trevor played the guitar and happen. Frog sang. It's going to be an interesting night because we have two guitarists and we have plenty of singers on board um if everyone turns up so expect magic <laughs> and laughs and giggles and ridiculousness because yeah, it will be pretty insane <laughs> that is a lot of people you never know it's a lot of time you never know where it can end up and I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't know. Like, I'm I, super excited. And it's on I'm very excited. Off. I don't know if everyone's going to show up. I know Trevor is in. He has confirmed for a definite yes. Um, I'm fairly certain Frog is in because I talked to him about that uh, the other day. Um, I think we're on a hit and miss with Zoot. Because he mm, never commits anything. That, yeah. yeah. Um. And then Epic, I mean, whatever your response is going to be, which obviously I haven't gathered yet. But that is coming up in two weeks' time, and then we will be taking about three weeks off until the first Friday in August to kind of reconfigure and go through things and what works and what doesn't. So now more than ever, if you have comments or questions or suggestions, go to Twitter at and I'm all set cast and leave them there. And we will address them. Just that we don't want them to stay naked. Not dress them. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so dark for a second. Stay naked. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait for it. And it, it, it works out well because that's my weekend off. So perfect timing. Nice. So I don't have to worry about being hungover and then going to work. Yeah. Not that so... I can go and take a nap. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, it be interesting with everyone's like personalities and copious amount of drinks. Um, well, the last yeah. time we had a ridiculous podcast, and then we continued recording for about four hours after that. Just the three of us. I have so much content talking. that I'm still working through. And wow. it went from us like laughing hysterically to everyone ended up crying at some point (laughs) um you know it was just it was like therapy it was very odd how it all came together but it was fucking awesome it was really great it was a good experience you know i'm hoping and the best best way to describe that is you know after a good night and you all sat there and you're like all finger it's like oh i love you it's like tears (laughs) i'm not sure like it's literally like that like and it's re- it was just bizarre because, you know what, we are all in different countries and we still managed to get like a digital cry and a digital hug like you would in real life yeah. when we went together. And you know what, in it, the was, whole, it was 
going out and so, to so, the bar experience too. Except instead of going to the bar, we're safe at home where we don't have to worry about rides. And yeah. ridiculous prices of drinks. <laughs> mm-hmm. That too. Well, I charge myself for every shot, so. <laughs> Just get your credit card. <laughs> swipe. <laughs> shot. Swipe. <laughs> oh, boy. So I guess with that, Pyro, if you want to take us out. Oh, my God. I, my voice cracked. Take Mine. us out, Pyro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's great being a sniper. Um, so, with with today's episode, just to uh, cover some of the things that we've discussed, uh, we touched upon uh, very briefly Ezra Miller for some re- for some reason just to transition <laughs> between you know me having sex while watching a horror movie on a fucking iPhone on. And many not knowing how to uh, transition from that to to the many successes of John Leguizamo to the terribleness of working with uh, Wesley Snipes and how amazing the Blade movies are to Tu Wong Fu and uh, wow I'm I completely lost myself there I had I had something I had something. Oh, you know what we don't have? What don't we have? A title. We don't mm-hmm. have a title. We don't have a title. Yeah, nothing really. Uh, just John, just John Lewinsky, really. John, John, John Lewinsky. Who the hell is John <laughs> Lewinsky? <laughs> that was. Wait, my wait, brain wait. added. Was a... that? Uh, wait, was that some kind of blowjob incident? No, that's Monica. No, that's Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> 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 but that also could be a Cuban incident too. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Because she got penetrated with a Cuban cigar. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, I've, I've never heard that part of the story, I'll be honest. Just rewatch the whole trial. Goodness, <laughs> Clinton, you sly dog! All right, let's see. Well, let's let's briefly, real quick, rewind, rewind the podcast here, and there was some confusion right. with leather. There was confusion with leather. There you go, leather confusion. Yeah, but it doesn't really <laughs> pop, does it? Leather ball no. gags and leather confusion. There you go. The m- many flavors of Nizum. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that honestly sounds like his memoir. But yeah. KJB Smith just seen the Zoom's picture. Like That's it. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be leather confusions, ball gags, leather confusions, the 32 flavors of Nizum. And the 32 flavors go. is a callback to one of our prior. Yeah, like podcasts. episode four. Episode four. <laughs> Crazy. So, <laughs> wait, wait. Thirty-two flavors of Nazum was episode one. It was that little one. Was that episode profile. one? The Phantom it was the Nazum. It was the it was the the dating profile you and Pyro made for me at the end. It was like the thirty-two flavors of Nazum. That's yes. where it come from. Was episode one yeah. because <laughs> we we were touching upon all the different topics that we had planned because that was that was our introduction to the podcast. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 
kind of getting to know each other and whatnot. So, well, for everyone else to get to know us more accurately. Okay. So now that, that we know each other quite well. So now that we have a proper title, we discuss many different things. Uh, what a terrible person to work with Wesley Snipes is. All the way to if the Death Star was a real thing today, how litigious it would be to work there, and OSHA would have a field day. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, um, this would usually, up until, I think, a few episodes, I would say, with that being said, this is Pyro, Mini, and Azum, and Epic Banana, and we're all set, but now we leave you with a mini moment. This is mini moments. So, I'm really high right now, I'm not going to lie. Uh, so this is going to be more of a ridiculous mini moment than anything else, and it is a joke slash quote from Dragon Ball Z Season 1. <laughs> <laughs> Always keep in mind that you could tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. <laughs> yeah. On that note, we will see everybody next week with our next guest, Kesey. Thank you for yes. listening. And I'm not going to say anything about ears and fingering ear vaginas. This <laughs> As always, this is Mini Pyro Nazoom. And this Let me week... finger your nose anus. <laughs> Big banana. <laughs> fingering nose anuses. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a good night.